Welcome back to the Get Punk Podcast. Uh, I'm Mark, Mark, and uh, this is our producer, the talent, Trev Allen. Hello. We're you here sound again. Like, um, what are the, do you ever see that show on HBO that's um, Ricky Gervais show, but it's like animated? No, never seen that. Oh, I strongly recommend I think it's HBO. I do recommend that. But we, we definitely sound like them when we talk because they're both like his sidekicks, like not very animated they, i mean they the show's animated but um they they're just like hello <laughs> <laughs> carl Pen- pilkington is the name of the guy it's uh, friggin riot nice. you gotta see it the guy's so brainless that's what goes on about. anyway i'm sorry i'm speaking of brainless i'm just going on and on yeah here. no it's all right that's that's what uh podcasts are i think so all right mark i'm gonna ask you the same question i ask every week what are you listening to right now that's new so the only the only real new band I put on lately is that um, that band Turnstile. Everybody talks about them. Like I know they're friggin' huge, um, but I only know them from the Dirty Nil song. You know, like the Dirty Nil mentions them or something. Um, but I decided to go finally listen to them, and it's a riot because, like, it, it's funny to be this age now and hear new bands because. Um, I remember when I was a kid, like the people that were like my age now, like it was my dad, you know, um, they, they would think this was shit. Everything was crap. But um, I find it to be a lot. I have a different point of view on like new stuff than that. When I So Turnstile is, I guess, hardcore. But it's not yeah. the hardcore stuff that that, we, I, that you I, and I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this it's all in there, too. Like they have all those parts, too. Like, uh, but, you know, when I when I was a teenager, getting into hardcore like every all the bands were kind of aping um rage against the machine and biohazard uh so that was in the mix but so was punk rock and so was new york style hardcore and um you know we ended up with like the band i always think of as blood for blood because that's my brother's band so i saw them all the time but um every generation of bands gets adds in what's new to that it's not new to them you know it's like they grew up with it but it's new to me and like there were elements i mean they might fucking the guys in the band turnstile probably would be like what a dickhead this guy is but i heard like elements of corn so there was like new metal in there and there was like that screamo stuff and it all came together pretty good um like i i could just, i get why they're really popular i guess um they they definitely have all of it, everything in there Everything's in the stew, and they deliver it in a way that I think people can dig. And I guess they're going out on tour at Blink-182. They just finished with My Chemical Romance, so mm. apparently they're very fucking popular. Yeah, yeah. So I, <clears throat> I want to I touch on this with Turnstile. So I, ne- I've never, I had never heard of them, and then last year, um, I want to say it was uh, Drew Indangaro mentioned them to, to me. Cause uh, remember we were doing like the end, like the end of year, like wrap up for the other for for the struggling artists, and you came on with uh, Laura from yep. Pennsylvania, and we we were just and, and, and Drew had mentioned that band to me, and I was like, let me check them out, and I did, and I didn't quite get it at first, um, and then like I kind of listened to them a little bit more, and it was like, yeah, it's okay, it's but again, it's not like like you said, like it's not the hardcore that we grew up on, it's not the hardcore that we know. 
But again, you, you have to, like you said, you have to kind of take yourself out of that and, and kind of see it because it's not, it's going to be changing, right? It's always going to be evolving. And it wasn't until recently when I was talking with somebody about hip hop music and how hip hop music is more nowadays is, is like, instead of genre, it's more vibe base. And okay. I think that's, I think that kind of works for turnstile. Like when I think of them, I think of a vibe. You know what I mean? Like it's not really like a, oh yeah, they sound like this. Like they, to me, they just they're it's like a vibe they're giving off, and and that's cool. You know what I mean? That's just what the newer what the the newer kids, the young kid, the younger kids today are, are are going with, and that's what you know what music for the younger crowd is going to be, right? It's kind of evolving more into vibes than it is into like 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 uh, emotions from what we grew up with. You know? So you're saying that it's like less song oriented. And more like just a like a sound. I don't know if I'm translating that right. I don't. I don't know if that's it. It's just I don't know. To me, it's like more of a mood, like the whole the whole thing together. It's I mean it's a song, right? So, but it's like you wouldn't hear it and be like, like oh yeah, that's you know, I don't know, like so pick a sub subgenre. You know what I mean? Oh no, yeah, that's 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 hardcore. Like that's that's you know that's uh boston hardcore or that's new york hardcore or you know that's midwest punk like I, I, it, it's not they're not like music a lot of music now and, and it goes with like i said with hip-hop with hip-hop nowadays it's not like it's not gangster rap anymore it's not it's not you know it's not this it's not that it's 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 more of of just a mood of vibe that it's giving off and i i think that's the way just the way music is going now like i, I hear a song that's new something like like from turnstile and like I could see in my head, like, how do I put this? Like, all right, so if I'll, I'll put on, you know, if I put on something like something, some fucking heavy metal fucking raging shit, like, it, that's an emotion, right? Right? I'm in the gym and I'm like, ah, you know, I want to be all <laughs> fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Um, or, or if, if I'm, if I'm fucking, you know, depressed as shit, we put on, as we always say, off with our heads, like something like that, like, to, to, in that, and that's an emotion where, a vibe is kind of to me. It's like, gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. I guess it's like, it's. I mean, I guess it's still an emotion, right? A, a mood is an emotion, but it's like it's not. It's to me, it just translates a little different. It's almost trans. It almost translates in color. Like I see like different colors than it would than I would like feel something. That's actually fascinating. I I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, Mark. <laughs> I know. What did you smoke? Nothing, nothing <laughs> at all. I, I don't know. I just that's just how I how I like after someone kind of just explained it to me about the hip hop thing, like Turnstile came to my head because like I was like yeah because maybe it's because I don't get it. I don't know. That could be why. Um, yeah, I mean, but could I, be. I just I mean it's not. I don't think it's bad. You know what I mean? I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, but I just see it more as like, like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a vibe. It's, it's giving off a vibe more than it's like, like doing something like, like what Rage Against the Machine would do, you know? Do you, I wonder if our parents thought like that when they were our age and hearing the stuff that we liked, if they were like, this is fucking garbage, man. <laughs> like, I know it's something, but it, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, maybe you never know. Cause like, I don't know, but you th- actually it might be more like, look at 80s, like freestyle music, like, fr- like, uh. Um, you know, like, like, like that stuff, oh. that stuff was a vibe, you know what yeah, I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't a song. They would go on for 30 minutes, just kind of like doing shit. And it was given off the vibe of like, um, the vocal was kind of replicating a drum sound. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. So it's, it's like, maybe there's, oh, so you might be saying like, there's no rules 
Well, I don't think there are any rules anymore, really. Yeah. I mean, the thing is that to make rock, radio rock, there are rules. There's like ways that you do that, that you develop a song to make people want to hear it. So I get what you're saying. If you're saying there's no rules anymore, then we're back to sort of like the pioneering of hip hop again. I get, I get what you're saying now. And think about it like this, like, uh, uh, you know, it's so easy for people to put music out there now. There's, there, there really doesn't need to be any rules. Yeah. Wow, that's really that, that's something, man. Thank you for articulating what I was trying to say. <laughs> I don't think I did. I mean, no, you I did. He did. Like the the, it's, it's the whole no rule thing. Like that's kind of. I get what you're saying, though. Even when you said like I, I imagined colors and stuff, because I, I don't know what the fuck that means, but it meant something to me. Like I got it when you said that. Um, that's really interesting. It's like a. It's like I don't know. Like like it, like. We don't go to, I mean, we do because we're older, right? So, like, we used to, when we were younger, you go to a rock show to rock out. Like, now people, like, they want dance music, right? They want, they want to be able dance to, music. they kind of want to sway with it and, and feel it and feel it th- flow through their bodies, whether they're on some kind of drug or, or not, you know? Hmm. So, it's a These are interesting observations, man. T- Turnstile's a vibe. And I, and I mean that in the best way. I hope they don't like you know ever hear this and be like, they're never gonna hear this. They're fucking. They're, they're famous for Christ's sake. They don't give a fuck about little shit like this. <laughs> no, um, doubt. no doubt. But uh, I mean, if they ever did hear it, I would also say that I think that what they're doing is pretty cool. I I also saw a video of them playing, and holy shit, it, that was like that was really like seeing Blood for Blood in 1998 or something because the cr- the crowd was going fucking mental and there was a ton of people there and they were, they knew all the words um so that hasn't changed punk rock hardcore shows still look the same i guess but um they definitely sound different all right we're like 10 minutes in let's get to chris chavez and the get punk news and then we'll get back to all this nonsense hey what's up everybody this is chris chavez and i'm back with another edition of your get punk podcast news blink 182 is back with tom DeLonge. Matt Skiba was unceremoniously tossed aside in this reunion, and tickets cost too much. Michael Caine and the Morning Afters just wrapped their first tour. You can check out their latest Broke But Not Broken at your favorite streaming services. The Barstool Preachers recently announced that they are joining Pure Noise Records. They also announced that their European tour hasn't been scrapped. More to come on the Preachers' new music as it becomes available. Dropkick Murphys were recently featured on the cover of Rolling Stone in Europe. They didn't appear on the American version because Americans like shit music and don't give anyone new a chance. No Trigger has a new video out now. You can see Brainwashed wherever cool videos are shown. No Trigger released Doctor Album recently on Red Scare Industries. Stay tuned a little bit later for more on that. Iggy Pop has a new album coming on October 28th. And White Reaper is gearing up for some sort of announcement. Their Instagram page was wiped clean except for a video that plays new song clips. It's expected a new album will be released shortly. Brendan Kelly recently indicated that he plans to gather up the chaps again. Whether this means there will be a new Falcon album or show remains to be seen. Epitaph Records continues their series of anniversary editions with a 20th anniversary edition of the Transplant's first album. Finally, Lucero have announced a new album that is available for order now. And now it's time for the Get Punk Record Club review for September 2022. As stated previously, 
No Trigger of Worcester, Massachusetts have released their first LP in 10 years with Dr. Album on Red Scare Industries, and members of the record club were lucky enough to get a copy. A decade may have passed since their last offering, but No Trigger sound just as ready to melt faces as ever. Their brand of catchy, high-energy skate pop punk is present throughout the album with melodic vocals and infectious hooks. Clocking in at just over 34 minutes, this 13-track record takes off from the start and doesn't let up from its frenetic pace until the last note. As the band describe it, quote, Dr. Album is the Sgt. Pepper of punk records. We took a bunch of drugs and made this record while the world stopped. It sort of just poured out of us. A had-to-get-it-all-out sort of scenario. That's according to a Dom Vigil article on Prelude Press. Look, if you haven't joined the Get Punk Record Club yet, let this be a lesson in what you're missing out on. Make sure to head to getpunk.com and sign up today so you don't miss out on any more killer vinyl, handpicked and curated to ensure you're getting your money's worth. And now, back to the show. So Turnstile's going on on the road with Blink. So what do you think about that whole thing with them? Oh, Jesus. It's like, it's just like, first off, when it was announced to see all the people come out of the woodwork who were so excited about like Blink-182 being, I, be honest with you, I didn't know they weren't a thing. I thought they were, <laughs> like, I, I, I care so less about them. I thought they were still up in the mix because I just don't listen to them, you know? They were. They just didn't have Tom DeLong. They had Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio replaced him like 10 years ago and they just booted matt skeeber out of the band and like they didn't even mention him they were just like tom's back way back as if they never were for the past like 10 years with matt skeeber well that i think was happening because ticketmaster does that on demand thing now with the prices fluctuate depending on who's after it i don't know that they set their prices that high but first of all okay Ticket prices piss me off anyway, because I always go back to the fact that I saw Guns N' Roses, Metallica, and Faith No More for $25, and that included the fees. So nothing else on the planet has gone up in that level of inflation aside from concert tickets. Maybe Apple stock, maybe Bitcoin, which didn't exist 30 years ago. But oil, oil. Yeah, maybe oil, yeah. Um, but in, nothing. In retrospect, you know. No commodity has gone up that, that much. Like a, That would be like a CD costing $100 now. And um, that, you know, a loaf of bread would be 60 bucks. Um, so uh, I just am bent on concert ticket prices anyway. But this whole new thing where like Bruce Springsteen and Blink-182 that had the demand prices, they were like $1,000 for a fucking ticket. You got to be out of your goddamn mind. There's, there's nothing that I could do in one night that I would spend that amount of money on. Not even like, not, not even to be with like Shakira, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't spend a thousand bucks on that. So there's like, it's just crazy to me, but people are paying for it. My, my look on that is just, if you don't like it, don't fucking go. Yeah. And that that's where I'm at. I don't like them. So I'm not going to go. They pers they, they single-handedly ruined pop punk for me. I didn't, yeah? I didn't listen to a pop punk song and be like, all right, that's pretty good until like fucking four years ago. Yeah. So I, they came later for me because um, Green Day was first. They were the, in my opinion, they were the pop punk band and then came Blink-182. Uh, I ended up seeing them play together, actually. They, they played Great Woods and it cost like 30 bucks. And here I am again bitching about the prices. But um, 
Can you imagine Blink-182 and Green Day playing together now? You'd have to spend $600 to see that shit. I like some of Blink's songs, though, I guess. I mean, they, I thought they got really good when they did that self-titled album where they... That was, I guess, the latest stuff before they broke up. I have no idea. I have, I couldn't fucking... Couldn't tell you. And, I, I, t- and, and to be honest... Oh, what did I just do? Uh, and to be honest, I, um, I always thought that... Uh, I, I always got the guy from Maroon 5 confused with Travis Barker, so... Holy fuck. <laughs> I, I can't tell you one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I it, it, Hey, maybe all white people look the same to me. I have no idea. But uh, I, I hear yeah, that. That never, that never... Like, it never... None, like, I, I had I had nothing for that. I thought their songs were, like, were, like, hokey and, like... Like, there was no substance to it. It was just fucking, like... Dick and fart jokes for yeah. well, music. Yeah, it was for a while. That when they got so, I'm gonna totally out myself now as a Blink fan. But when when Tom DeLonge did Boxcar Racer, the side project, they kind of got more serious. They stopped with like the fart jokes, but um, and then they did one more Blink album, and then they broke up. And he started Angels and Airwaves, and the other two guys did Plus Forty Four. Oh, Plus Forty Four. Oh, that's the Angels and Airwaves person. Yeah, yeah. So Tom DeLonge, the guy that voices in my yet, guy who sings like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did Angels and Airwaves, and then the other guys did Plus Forty Four. Then they got back together eventually. Then they broke up, and then the other two guys who did Plus Forty Four just recruited Matt Skiba to replace Tom DeLonge, and they made two. Well, one album called California that was friggin' awesome with Matt Skiba in the band. And I went and saw them live on that tour, and they were great. Now, Blink-182 is always fucking terrible. They can't, they, they barely can perform live. So I really thought when they got back together, like after seeing that, that show that night, I was like, if they ever get back together with Tom DeLonge, they got to keep Matt Skiba. they got to have, they got to be a four-piece because that guy held it down. And they just unceremoniously, like, fucking flushed him down the toilet. I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe it. It was just, they did him dry. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Blink one thousand eight hundred and twenty dollars for a ticket, just not for me. Wow, I mean that that is just insane that people would spend that kind of money. Yeah, but I mean, I guess they must have the money, or they wouldn't be spending it. All right, we got to get to this interview, Mark. This is the interview we did with New Jersey's own Doc Rotten. Uh, the band started back in twenty seventeen. We were playing as a as it, there was a couple different members i think right now i'm like the only original member um west uh moved back from he was living out in colorado we used to play in a band when we were i don't know 20 21 and then he fucked off moved to colorado then he came back here me and west have more similar songwriting uh you know we gravitate more towards like rancid and dropkick and even ducky boys whoever those guys are and uh started writing songs that became what you know people are now familiar with from us now it's the hardest thing to do is name a band and wes we were we were spitballing all these kinds of names like using like seinfeld references anything from like shit that we like uh we were trying to use references that like almost like inside jokes that nobody else would get or only a few people would get, but didn't make sense for this type of songs that we were writing. 
Like some of them made sense if we were going to be like a ska band or something like that. But uh, he said something like the rock bottoms. And I was, I kind of winced when he said it because it sounded like an old man cover band. And I simply, I just rhymed it with Doc Rotten. And I, and, and because it sounded like a comic book villain, you know, and it just sounded cool. And we just put that up as, you know, a placeholder until we found anything cooler and we didn't find anything cooler. So we're stuck with that. So I sold my pickup truck, I sold my work van, and I sold another uh, some other shit, and we bought a tour van and a trailer. And we decided that if we're going to do this, we're going to do it uh, like all in. So I started uh, going on Facebook and finding other bands and areas. And I said, hey, man, we, we want we to come through your area. Uh, who should we hit up? And a lot of the bands were just happy to help us. So that's how we started. And we booked our first tour that way. I was in college at the time and he called me, said, hey, our guitar player is leaving the band. Do you want the spot? And I was driving up to college, not caring at all about school. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll join a punk band. Where is that going to go? And they were like, are you cool with like touring and stuff? And I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. So like before I, and that, 
And then like a year later, I was like in Japan, I was in Europe. Europe, we like moved some merch, man. And then the bands helped us out and the venues helped us out, man. They gave us place to crash and fed us and, you know, gave us gas money. So Europe is way different than Japan. And Japan's way different than the U.S. So everywhere's different. I mean, we probably won't go back to Japan unless it's actually worth it because it was very expensive. But it was an excellent experience. I mean, we practically lived in Tokyo for a month. The pandemic affected everybody the same. So it's like, it's kind of, it's like to say it was a bummer for us is kind of like, yeah, it's a bummer for a lot of people, but we're still here. We're still breathing. Um, we kind of used the pandemic to spend more time, uh, you know, working, po- polishing up the songs that made it to our record, Unite Resist. And we, the day of the lockdowns, we were supposed to fly out to it for a killer tour in Europe. And we got fucked like everybody else. But yeah, we have a, I mean, I guess this is the first time anybody's going to hear it, but we, we have a killer tour coming up uh, this February and March. Uh, it's going to be a six week tour in Europe. Uh, before that, we're going to be going in January. We'll be headed down the East coast down to uh, for Sanford punk fest in Florida. And then warmer pastures. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, right before we go to Europe, we're going to be playing in Chicago at Sounds of the Streets Fest uh, with uh, lower class brats and a bunch of other killer bands. Uh, My roommate who went to rehab a million times and every time he went to rehab, he'd meet like a different girl and he ended up relapsing. So the song is just pretty much just about the insanity of going to rehab and doing the wrong thing instead of doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. Me, me and Andrew both been in AA for years. So we hear those stories all the fucking time, time, dude.
shoes, there's like kind of like members of Doc Rotten on there, but like past members songs and stuff like that. And like um, Unite Resist, it was like like the four of us that had toured the world together already and like you know what i mean so there was like a more of a, i guess a family dynamic a brotherhood dynamic in unite resist which felt better you know we all wrote the songs together yeah we we're all written together uh unite resist we wrote as a record and we actually recorded more songs than is on the record uh, but we what we did was we we i got we got us uh an Airbnb uh, out up in the Pocono mountains and we moved all the furniture around and we set it up as like a recording space. And we just demoed for an entire weekend, yeah. played our asses off. We woke up, made some eggs and then just fucking got to work. And we hammered out tunes and wrote a record. We make music that we would like to listen to ourselves and we hope they want to listen to it too uh, you know you can't please everybody all the time but we want uh i mean the the album's called unite resist we're 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 not happy with status quo and it sounds like a you know like a just a, a simple like a, a typical punk rock thing to feel like but like i don't know man like we're on the verge of nuclear war like right now more so than we and and like i grew up in the 80s and early 90s too like this is the closest i think we've ever been in my lifetime and you know my family's from cuba they remember the bay my grandfather was in the bay of pigs like i've heard some shit and it's crazy fucking times right now and like uniting like the song unite resist like the album it isn't all about that political bullshit and I don't think it would be a very fun album if it was. It is a fun album, I think. But I hope it, people realize that, like, as much differences as we may think we have, if you actually have a conversation with people, you realize you have way more in common than you do have differences. And if you do have differences, that's a good thing.
conversation. I went down our list the other day. We have over, I think, tw- over 25 songs that we have to demo. And a couple of them are already demoed, but like, you know, sometimes we'll demo a song three times before we decide it's ready. And it's not, and it's not because we're pretentious or we're trying to like, oh, it's just not perfect. So it's just, you know, you hear it so many times one week and then you divorce yourself from it for a couple months and you go back and listen to it. You're like, this isn't as good as I thought it was. And you try to make it better or you let it die. Oh, there's so much more in the tank, man. I got so much more in the tank. <laughs> now, you know, it's like, it's like anything really. Like when you get done, when you get done doing something, you're proud of it, obviously, because you worked hard doing it, but you know, there's, there's always better things to come. Welcome back to another episode of Get Punk Bullshit. Um, we decided to bring this game back because last time we played it, it was very polite and uh, yeah. very polite, and, and uh, we wanted to be a little, little more raw. So tonight we have three contestants. First, we have Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi. Uh, tell us a little bit about you. Um. I work on cars. I live at a auto body shop, run a business there with my dad. Uh, we do a lot of like restoration, work on classics, stuff like that. Modifications, engine mods. Real man's yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all paper pushers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not about that life. <laughs> All right, now we have Chris Chavez, who we know from the Get Punk News uh, read every 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 episode. Chris, what's up? Tell us a little bit about you. Um, podcaster, um, produced the Struggling Artist podcast, um, and moving into video productions, filming bands now. So that's fun. All right, and our third yeah. contestant is the one and only. Mark Lind, host of this podcast. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> All right. It's a little about him. <laughs> Way to make shit bleak. <laughs> All right, so the game the game is bullshit, right? And uh, it, it's real simple. Um, I'll break it down for everybody once again. I am going to throw a category slash question at you. And in your head, you need to think of how many of that, whether it's a band or a song or, 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 um, or whatever, how many of, of that that you can answer. And what happens is you bid. So the first person will be like, all right, I got two. And the next person can say, all right, well, I, they either have three or they, have, or they don't. And then they can say, I got three. And then you guys go, you kind of, we'll go in an order. So everyone gets this. If someone has like five, they really have five. So we get up to five. <clears throat> you say, I have five. 
Now, if someone calls you out and says bullshit, you have to name all five and get them right. Um, if someone has like 18 and they, and they, someone calls them out and you can't name all 18 cause you were bullshitting, you get, you get minus 18 points. So you get subtractions. If you, if you get called out on something and you can't answer it, you have to, um, you, you get subtracted that many points. If you just say, say, uh, Mark says I have 45 and no one wants to contest it. Then Mark gets one point only, but if he, gotcha. but if someone calls him out and he answers all forty five, he gets forty five points. That's kind of how this game works. Gotcha. Okay, let me mop the floor with these two. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so, uh, are we ready? Any questions before we get started? Nope. nope. All right. So we're gonna go with the first one, and um, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna give you guys. 30 seconds to think, and then I'm going to ask someone to start it off. So the first one is bands with three words in their name, but with the word city in the middle. Oh. All right. So I'll give you guys a little bit of time to try to think about it. Maybe 30 seconds is too long for dead air, so. We'll have to cut that down. It's going to probably come up about 15 right there. We're at 15 seconds. Um, Jen, how many do you think you know? Do you have one? Two. Two. Okay, we're starting the bid with two. Chris? I got two also. That's all That's not I how have. that works. You got- <laughs> I know. That's all I have. All right. I might be bullshitting that I have two. <laughs> all right, Mark? I got like six. Mark's got six. Anyone got more than that? Let's call them. I want to hear them bullshit. Jen, you have more than six? No. All right, Mark. You got six. Let's All right, go. we got Red City Radio. Yep. Um, River City Rebels. River City High. Lost City Angels. Angel City Outcasts. Flower City Knuckleheads. Bridge City Sinners. Oh, How many was that? That's seven. Seven. <laughs> I exceeded even my own. All right. I, I, I also had Bay City Rollers. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Fuck. I don't have I don't have that. You guys mine got named. <laughs> My two got named in the in the mix. Right. I had um Hub City Stompers. That's one, right? Oh nice. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. a good one. I didn't think of that. <laughs> All right. Mark's in the lead was sixth. The second question. Damn. Mark will be able to kick it off with how many he wants to do. Bands. Nope. Wait, uh, yep. All right, <clears throat> we're bringing this one back from last month because it didn't get, it didn't do good, it didn't do well. And I, <laughs> I think it should. Bands that have animals in their name, so it could be just an animal name, or it could be something with an animal attached to it. I'll say five. I can do five easy. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. We're just gonna let this go. Mark, that's a very confident pose. For it's like I got five, and you're just kind of like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. And I listened to that episode too, and in my head, I was like, dude. Well, I, I could think do there was this. only like one. <laughs> oh yeah, I know what you're saying. In your head, yeah. When you're just yeah. listening at home, you can think of a thousand of them, right? 
Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to say I'll do six. Chris can do six. Jen, I only got one. Jen only has one. Mark, can you beat six? Yeah, I can beat six. With seven? I'll go to, I'll go to seven. All right. Oh, God. Chris, can you hit eight? Um, the whole I don't want to give him the points, dude. I'm not going to call bullshit because he'll get seven <laughs> points, dude. I can't do eight now. You can't do eight? No. Nah. Jen, can you? Close. No. <laughs> All right. Do you believe Mark? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? Oh, can I come back and say I will do eight? Yeah, you could do eight. All right, I'll do eight. Oh, okay. Mark, can you get nine? Hmm. I mean, I feel like I should be able to. So you're going to say yes to nine? Yeah. All right. Ten. Anybody can do ten? Nah. <laughs> no. Ten? No. 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 All right. Is anyone calling bullshit? I, I feel... Ah, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to think it's bullshit now. Yeah, all right, Jen, is, is that official? Is that are you calling him out? Fuck. All right, official call out. Bullshit. All right, I mean, Mark nine. I gotta name nine that that are animals. Okay, so fleet foxes, right? Oh shit. Um, street dogs, uh, the birds, um, the, the turtles, uh, fish. Nice. Um, the beetles. Nice. Um, um, fuck my life. <laughs> um, this is where the timer comes in. 15 seconds. Uh-oh. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank suddenly. I was pretty confident there for a minute on a roll. Um, Keep going. We'll give you 20 seconds. We'll go to 30 because you're talking, so it works. I'm just filibustering to keep time going <laughs> while I think about it. Toonses, help me. Tell me something. I know, I know. There's Toonses. <laughs> um, all right. I guess I lose. I, I give up. Oh, oh man. Ah, bullshit. So you just lost nine points. I thought Toonses would help you do the stray cats. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I fucking love them, too. The what scorpions? Scorpions? I had oh, I had some hair metal in there, white lion, white snake, rat. Oh Jesus, those, those are all good ones. I yeah, know, man. All right, so after the second question, we oh. have Jen and Chris at zero, and Mark at negative three. Oof. <laughs> all right, the next question. What does a winner get, by the way? Prestige. Is there is there like a little a little trophy or anything? You get, you get bragging rights. All right, I'll put hey. it on my resume. Yeah, that's it. I beat Mark Linda <laughs> naming bands. I can't believe I didn't get those cockrock ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> the next question is bands that start with Mister. Now this could be spelled out M I S T E R, or the abbreviation M R. <clears throat> Who goes first? Um, Jen, because she called out Mark. Uh, That's all right. We're gonna give you a few minutes. We're gonna give you a few seconds anyway. So we're gonna start. All right. Shit. I mean, I think I only got one anyway. All right. We'll start it off with one. Chris. I can do three. 
I can do four. All right, is it, are we calling out Mark? Four He's at negative three, so I mean, the most he can come back. Yeah, let's call him. Let's all hear right. him. I want to hear We're these gonna four. We're going to call him out? All right, Mark. Okay. He'll have all three of mine. Mr. Mister. Yep. Um, Mr. Big. Yep. Uh, Mr. Bungle. Yep, that was all three of mine. And then the Guns N' Roses tribute band, Mr. Brownstone. Oh, that worked. I mean, I would take it. That works. All right, that works. If Chris says we're taking it, if nice. if, if the contestants agree, who am I to who am I to, to judge? All right, Mark, you are back at one point. You're in the positive, bud. Thank God. You're in. The I want to fucking. I didn't want to end this shit owing somebody band names. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to call Chris like midweek and be like, "I got three more for you." <laughs> All right, the next one. Singers who are in a band but also have a solo act singers that are in a band but also have a solo act i'll start with five five Oof. yeah i only got one <laughs> um Shit. i'll do six Fuck. yeah mark can you do seven yep god damn it Nope. Nope, but I want to hear him now. I'm just going to call bullshit every time just so I can hear him. <laughs> okay, so we got Connor Roberst from Bright Eyes. Oh, nice. Um, we got Tom Petty from Mud Crutch. Uh, we got Paul Westerberg from The Replacements. Um, Tim from Avail. Um, Dustin Kensrew from Thrice. Uh, Rod Stewart from The Faces. And Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones. Oh, my God. There they are. I had Chuck Reagan. How about you guys? Oh, that's a good one, too. He's a good one. Nice. He's got a badass voice, too. You guys, what, what, what were yours, Chris? Uh, I had Phil Collins, Genesis. Nice. Uh, you could also say Peter Gabriel, Genesis. Nice. Um, who else did I have? I had uh, Corey Taylor from Stone Sour or Slipknot. He's got his solo thing going. Uh, I had a few other ones. Very nice, though. Jen, what was yours? Uh, Gene Simmons. Nice. Could also be Ozzy. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Ronnie James Dio. Bands with and in their name. I can name 10. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Might have to change it to something other than bands. <laughs> uh, Jenna, Chris, can you guys can you guys be close? No, come on, and oh. come on, it's you, can, Chris. Nah, man, I don't know. I got three. Fucking. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, keep, 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 keep keep thinking. You got three. Keep thinking. Ah, uh, shit. I'm I'm harassing Chris if he's got more. I know Chris has got something in there. Jesus Christ, no way, dude. How many do you have? Do you have any? Maybe like four or five. Four or five. All right. Yeah. So combined, you guys can't even beat them. <laughs> Team up. Uh, All right. Are we calling bullshit? Let's hear him. Let's hear him, Mark. He's ready, though. He's got them all. Chubby in the gang. Um, mm. Hammer in the nails. Um, Iggy in the Stooges. Um, Bruce Springsteen, the street band. Keith Richards and the Expensive Winos, Michael Caine and the Morning Afters, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Jason Bennett and the Resistance, and me oh. and the Unloved. 
That was awesome. That's awesome. Um, All right, so you got you got ten. That puts you at eighteen. Jesus. But as we know from last month, uh, things can turn awfully quick when we're playing this game. You're gonna have to just change the name of this game, and it's just gonna be who can top Mark Lind. Well, I think we got to bring Michael (laughs) Caine back. I think Michael Caine will be a contender. Michael Caine's a force to be reckoned with when it comes to music knowledge. (laughs) He really is. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what were your bands that you had? Uh, a lot of the ones he said already. I had, um, um, yeah, those were all of them. They were all in there. Yeah. All right. What about you, Jen? I had Big D in the kids' table. Oh, good, had, good. Um, Michael Caine, the morning afters, and um, Emil and the sniffers. Nice. nice. See, yeah, we all, is so, like so, obvious. so we all had Michael Caine yeah. in the morning afters, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> On tour right now. It's funny that uh, everybody did the and the because you, that wasn't really the site. It was just and, right? Right, yeah. Just so it could have been. Isn't there that that duo, the Tegan and Tegan whatever and it is? Yeah. Yeah, Captain and Tennille. Yep. Oh, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Now <laughs> it's like, all right, we could have done this all day. Right. I know. <laughs> this is one. Songs that have the word fire in it. I got three. I got one so far. Five. <laughs> oh, I got four now. All right, I'm calling bullshit. I want to hear. <laughs> Jen, can you beat four? No. All right, Chris. Uh, let's do uh, "I Am the Fire" by Hailstorm. Um, "Fire" by Jimi Hendrix. Shit. Um, yep. Shit. Firestarter by Prodigy. I got that top. And uh, what was the last one? Um, Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. Okay. That's good. I, the, the ones I had, you didn't name. Oh. I'm on Fire by Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Yeah. Um, he also has a song called Fire, which I didn't think of. Um, and then ACDC Fire Your Guns. Nice. Yeah. I had um, Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. Ring of oh, Fire. good one. Yeah. Damn. All right. So as it stands right now, Chris has four. Mark's at 18. Jen, we're not doing so well today, but that's okay. That's okay. That is okay. Yeah. You can always always pull one out. Trust me. I've seen it happen. All right. The next one. Bands with the letter Z in it. Uh, I got six. Whoa. All right. Off the bat. Anybody? Actually, oh, I got two. Can't top it. Two, He's three. full of shit. He's full of shit on those sets. <laughs> Let's hear him. <laughs> All right, Chris. Um, XYZ. Yeah. The Zootons. Uh, the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Uh, Thin Lizzy. Um, Warren Zevon. And what was my last one? Um, Zebrahead. Wow. You didn't even name my three. I had Zwan, Pez, and ZZ Top. Oh, ZZ Top. Shit. I had ZZ Top and Zoza, bro, but I missed the part about <laughs> it didn't have to start with Z. I mean, like, I just remembered it. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I got. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What, what else we got here? All right. You guys ready? This is the last one. 
Chris, you got all those. You got all those, right? What was that? Yeah, all six. Yeah. All right. So put you. I think it was eighteen. I just did. I just named eighteen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, (laughs) We all we all like fruit, right? Everybody eats fruit. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Bands bands that have fruit in their titles. Cool. Hmm. Hmm. Chris, you won that one. Oh, um, I got four. Four? Well, no, you know what? I have three with maybe a fourth. So that's so, what I'm gonna so say. Start I have with three. three. So start with three. three. Can anybody beat three? Yeah. I ain't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got six. Oh wow. Six. He doubled it. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I only made myself. I've got my way to five now, but let's hear him call bullshit. Let's hear six. Okay, this pairs. Um, do you remember the band Green Apple Quick Step? And then no, but that's cool. They were like a '90s band. I don't remember what they did, but Orange was a band on Hellcat. Um, Banana Rama. Yep. Um, Peaches. And then um, the Brady Bunch band, the Banana Convention. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I didn't. We didn't even touch on cherries, like Buck Cherry. Oh, <laughs> I, I had I, I had um, Cherry Pop and Daddies. Nice. Uh, Lemonheads. Oh, good one. Uh, Tangerine Dream. On my list. Uh, Banana Rim I had, and what, Blind Melon. Ooh. Nice. Jen, did you have any? Nope. <laughs> Not, no one None. Like nothing. No one, thought the, no one thought of the cranberries. Oh, the cranberries. My, my maybe was going to be the California raisins if you consider them a band. Yeah, why not? Hey, I'm pretty sure there's a record six, with then. their name on it, right? I'm sure, dude. In the 80s. All right. How many was that? That was six. Six, yeah. All right. So we're just going to say, Mark, you won. Oh, yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark won. Um, yeah, you gotta bring in Kane next time, and and he'll fucking crush me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you so much to the contestants and for everyone listening at home or in the car or wherever you listen to this podcast. All right, and that's it for this month. The news written by Mark Lind and read by Chris Chavez. The podcast is created by Mark Lind and hosted by him. Trev Allen, co-host of the podcast. That's me. And I also do the producing of this podcast. Thank you to Jen and Chris for playing tonight's game. Thank you to Doc Rotten for being our interview this month. And a special thank you to Art Thieves for providing us with the song The Untouchables off their album Russian Rats. I hope you guys enjoyed this month. We'll catch you uh, hopefully sooner in the next month. We'll talk to you then. Take care. <laughs>